What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm so glad that you have decided to take your very valuable time to tune in today. I'm super excited to have Miss Toy Sweeney on the show today of the Well-Dressed Brand. I want to give you a little background about her and then we'll just dive right into the interview. So Toy is an award-winning stylist, brand image strategist, and successful entrepreneur who puts professionals on the pathway to a more confident, anybody want to talk about that bombshell? We're bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident women, so we're, we're fast-tracking already with Toy. So she wants to create a pathway to a more confident, coordinated appearance with 20 years of hands-on experience in the fashion industry. She tailors an individual results-driven approach to every client. So in other words, she's the style director of your life. According to Toy, you are a brand. Your superpower is your product. Your clothing is your packaging. That packaging is one of the most visible ways to stand out from the rest. So from founding her own design firm, Her Majesty the Queen, to managing the image of almost 30 TV personalities at the leading home shopping network, she uses her background to tell original stories through fashion. Toy's passion and talent has earned her a variety of honors and accomplishments. And I got to talk about this because, you know, I'm like Miss Skeptical and I need to like, I need social proof. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what she's been able to accomplish. So she's been presented with the prestigious Telly Award and featured in the Philadelphia Inquirer, Mainline Today, and other mediums. And she lends her style experience an innovative approach to video production, web commercials, and print pieces. And so when she's not looking through the lens of the personal branding, Toy enjoys spending time with her husband, John, of 15 years, and their awesome son outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Her faith also plays a huge role of her in her life, and she is a faithful servant of Christ. And I know a lot of you bombshells can resonate with that. So welcome, Toy. Thank you so much. Wow, what an introduction. Yes, <laughs> Thank you so well, much. You are all that in a milkshake. Because, so. <laughs> you know, otherwise you wouldn't yeah. be on my show. <laughs> well, listen, after this, we're going to be besties. I'm very confident. That's right. That's right. So, Toy, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, we've, we've heard about your background um, and, and we all do what we do for a reason. Like we all leap out of bed in the morning to do what we do for a reason. So what's your big reason for doing, like for being a stylist? Um, I would say my big reason is just that I, you know, I'm such a creative mind and I tend to think in pictures. And so if you're telling me a story about something, I'm seeing what everything should look like. And so for me to actually be able to, take that and get paid for it is just the icing on the cake. Like I just inherently know what things should look like. And I love to make women and men feel 100% like they look the part. Yeah. You know, my love is always is fashion and marketing and my degrees in fashion marketing. And I've just loved those two things together. And so if there's a way for you to 
um, you know, walk into a room, your, your image is going to hit the door, your personal brand before anything else. And so if you can, if you can get them on the onset, isn't that just magical? Yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, and it's people like to say, oh, well, you know, it's what's on the inside that matters. And it's like, yeah. So what are you going to do on the outside to match that inside? So when people see you instantaneously, they already kind of get who you are. Absolutely. Um, So can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I know you and I have talked about that in other conversations about that first impression. Right. And so... It's, I think that we all know this by now, right? We're just coming off of the, the Academy Awards um, and everybody yeah. had an opinion, right? About what dress they like. Everybody's posting about it. And the same thing happens to us. The moment you walk into a room, you have eight seconds to either seal the deal or have somebody posting in their mind that they didn't like your outfit. They've already (laughs) summed you up. They've already decided if you are smart, if you're wealthy, if um, if you're if you're heterosexual, if you're not heterosexual. Like they just all these things just flood their mind, and it's kind of like yes, no, no, yes, yes. They've already decided if they like you. You know, they've already decided thousands of thousands of things in seven seconds. It's really hard to live in this seven and eight second rule. You know, it was like. 10 seconds and then 12 seconds and now we're down to seven and eight seconds. That blows my mind. Yeah. It's scary a little bit. Yeah. So, but it doesn't have to be if you are leading with your personal brand, if you're setting your closet up so that every morning when you get up, everything that's in your closet speaks volumes to who you are. You don't even have to think about it. I remember, um, I was running late for work one day. I literally forgot to set my alarm clock and I had... I drive, I was driving an hour to work every day and I had, I was already 15 minutes past um, the time that I was supposed to leave. And I remember running into my closet, Amber, and literally like picking up things on the the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I've had those mornings. I know I'm not the only one. (laughs) I drive in, I get into work, you know, I change my shoes. I'm sitting at my desk. And, you know, I ended up having, you know, like, okay, I had like five minutes before a meeting. I grabbed my stuff, grabbed my water, and I'm walking down the hall, and I was getting compliment after compliment after compliment. And then, but the first one, it was like, oh, you look really nice. And I said, are you kidding me? Like, I know I was supposed to say thank you, but I was like, are you kidding? I literally, like, picked this up off the floor. Yeah. But, and then when I really, you know, took a step back and thought about it, I was because because everything in my closet works. Everything in my closet speaks to my personal brand. And so that's kind of the internal and the outside, right? So I had on, I will tell you, I had on a black t-shirt and on a black pencil skirt. It was the summertime with a side slit. I threw on a leopard scarf, you know, and like some leopard wedges, grabbed a big handbag, my sunglasses, and I ran out the door, you know? And so my personal brand is about, um, it's about elegance and it's about drama. And that was in five minutes, I was able to accomplish both of those things. From the floor. From the floor. 
And so, so let's talk about that a little bit because I know a lot of bombshells. You know, one of their uh, one of their vices is shopping, and so I've found that a lot of women sometimes shop just to shop, or they buy something just because, or you know, they're out and they're like, oh, that looks pretty, but it doesn't necessarily look good on them. So mm-hmm. I'm with you that if like something is not flattering to my vertical proportions, my figure, my coloring, that sort of thing, like it ain't going in my closet because I know I'm gonna have that pick it up off the floor moment or even just be tempted to try to force something to work that doesn't. Exactly. Can you, can you talk about like, how do I know? I think that's the, that's the question um, that I think some of the listeners will be asking is like, well, how do I know what to buy? How do I know when I go into the boutique or I go into, you know, TJ Maxx or, you know, expensive department store or whatever, how do I know what is a good fit for me? Um, That's a good question. I think that, so there's two answers. The first one is that um, most people, to answer that question, will hire an image consultant because Mm -hmm. the the job of an image consultant is to do exactly those things. They're going to give you a color analysis. They're going to, you know, talk about your body shape, um, you know, have you look at it, know what's going to work for you and what doesn't work for you. You know, really having you take that deep dive of like, like this is where you're, it's about the rules, right? Here's where your necklace should hit you based on where your, you know, where your hip, you know, how far in or how far out they go and all those types of things. And so, um, so you, you can very easily hire an image consultant. Um, you, if you go to one of the department stores, like if we're ta- looking at like a Nordstrom's or something like that, they have stylists in-house. Um, you have to be a little bit more mindful with those people because um, sometimes, you know, stylists can tend to kind of want to push their style off on you. Mm -hmm. And so if they are not really considering what you're saying, if you're saying I have a big event at my, at my shop and I'm going to, where it's going to be filmed, then you may want to wear different colors. So I would say that if you feel confident that you really can't do that yourself, then you can kind of, then you may want to hire some outside help. Um, But you kind of know, I think. I think that we know, we all kind of know when you put something on and it's hugging around your belly a little too tight because you have children, you know, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, things start to cling on a little, a little longer after the age 40 and you're just kind of like, mm, I don't have that 20 year old butt that I had a few years ago. And so, um, you know, you kind of want to do those things. So, so here are some general rules. Um, you can, we can talk about body shape. A lot of women don't like to talk about that. I've found with my clients, I think if you're the kind of person who is more confident um, in your own skin, then you don't have a problem talking about it. But if you are kind of like, I really don't want to sit here and talk about the fact that I'm a little smaller up top than I am on the bottom and all of those things. So that's interesting. So I just want to put a, a flag on that play yeah. real quick mm-hmm. because. Um, you know, it's same thing at like your personality and, and like how you operate in terms of your leadership and how you interact with other people. It's the same, right? So if you, if you can't address where here is, then you can't, you can't make improvements. So like, mm-hmm. it's like, you, you got to work with the body that you've got, like it's right. not going to change. So mm-hmm. you can dress the body you have. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. I just had to. No, it's right. And I think that, you know, what I say to my clients, is just like, you got to rock it out where you're at, you know, mm-hmm. and that's even been hard. I'll be honest and complete, complete transparency. It's been harder for me to even accept that, you know, and at times, because I'm just like, oh, but I really want to, 
wear blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that doesn't look good on me. And so I can't, I would love to wear like a straight bodycon dress without any fluff in the middle. (laughs) I would love that. Like Victoria Beckham all day long. I can't do that. I need to have some sort of a gathering or something because I'm just not there. And so to your point, yeah, I think that, you know, but I've had people talk about both. So um, so anyway, just kind of knowing, um, you know, where you are, looking at your body and saying, here is what I absolutely love about my body. And here are some things that I'm still kind of working on um, and being very honest about that. You know, trying on different things is a great way. So, you know, look at where you carry your weight, um, you know, look at the parts of you again that you like or that you don't like. Obviously, you know, like I have a client who is, um, she's really, really, really tiny, but she still is a little bit pear-shaped. And so what comes along with that sometimes is that, you know, she doesn't really like her ankles, you know? And so there, you would, I look at them and they're perfectly beautiful, fine ankles, but we would try it on an ankle strap shoe and, you know, it just cut her, it cut her and made her look a lot shorter than she was. And mm-hmm. I needed her to see that. Why, that's why she can't wear ankle strap shoes, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, it's just educating along the way. So trying on different things and just really analyzing it in the fitting room and saying, I don't like this, um, what, why? And kind of working through some of those things would help too. And, you know, realizing if you put on an orange as opposed to a blue, is it putting dark circles under your eyes? Is it casting a shadow on your face? Things like that. If wearing black makes you look older or does it make you look younger? Things like that. Those are the kind of things that you want to kind of be a little bit more in tune to as you're trying on. Because we all have that one outfit in our closet, if not two, that when you put it on, you feel like a million dollars, right? Yeah. So you want, that's the way that you want to lean. So that's the, the long and short version of how to answer your question. Sorry. Yeah, so I guess like if, some, like if, if you put something on, then you can look at the different cuts of of the garment. I, I don't speak your language. Well, no, sorry. You're, 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 <laughs> you're like, that's not how you call that girl. Let me tell no, you. No, no, you're um, fine. <laughs> but like, um, so for example, um, I'll just throw this out there. One of my favorite things to do is to show people, and I know this sounds crazy, but like I'm as transparent as I'll get out. So um, I'll go shopping either with girlfriends or it'll be the salesperson and they're like, oh, you've got to try this on. It's so great with your coloring. And I'm like, no, that's not going to work with my body. Oh, no, no, no. Just try it on. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, it's not going to work for my body. Like I can tell you right now, I'm going to look like SpongeBob SquarePants. (laughs) And so they'll, oh, just try it on for me. Just try it on. You'll see, you'll see. And I'm like, okay. So I try, so before I even go into the dressing room, I will point to my belly button and then I'll point to the top of my hip. And Mm -hmm. I will say, do you see the limited space between my belly button and right. my hip? Like the good Lord decided that I did not need a waist. And so he did not give me one. And we got a lot of other things going on, but a waist is not one of them. So just letting you know this. And I put it on and they're like, oh yeah, that, yeah. that doesn't work. And and so it's like, I can lament over the fact that I don't have a waist or I could just say, I wear my shirts a little bit longer. You know, I, I create that illusion and you think I have a waist because I've dressed myself to look like I have a waist, you right. know? Right, and but that's why I don't give, you know, because honestly, at this age and at this stage in our lives, I've found that most women know, they know their bodies. Yeah. You know, they may not be able to put it into words to say, I'm an hourglass or, you know, I'm pear shape or no, I'm square or I'm whatever, whatever. People are using fruit, they're using 
you know, <laughs> cuts of diamonds, whatever. You know, and I just I started out the window because most women um, that I that come to me, they already know. You know, and I'll ask them, I'll say, you know, are you familiar with, you know, with your body shape, you know, or I'll say, which of which of these do you feel best describe you, <clears throat> you know, and they'll go, oh, definitely that. Um, and then we work from there. We don't make it a long drawn out thing because who cares? It doesn't yeah. matter because we're going to rock it out where we're at. So yeah. um, so that's kind of the thing. And so and to your point, you know, your body, you know, they don't they took one look at you and they already start telling a different story about your body when you know the truth. And it's yeah. the same, you know what I mean? And it's and it's the same with me where I'm only five three, but I have really long legs. And so yeah. and I'm an hourglass figure. And so people always want to um, put a belt on me. Well, I don't like to belt. You yeah. know, I want to look as tall, <laughs> as lean yeah. as possible. So, do not put a break in this length well, here. Okay. Do not bust that up. Right. Uh-uh. So yeah. if I want to, and I carry my weight in my belly and in my butt. So if I want to look tall, taller and thinner, I do monochromatic. That helps you look taller for sure. You know, I make sure that my top or my tunic will cover my my butt and then I'll put on like a slim pan or a legging or a skinny jean with a very high heel and I look like I'm just creating this long beautiful column so there's just things that you can do um you know like that you know but again it's illusion it's all about it's all smoke and mirrors (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) so let's talk a little bit about color because I know you're gonna hate the fact that I don't wear black because I want to look skinnier. I like black because it's a powerful color. I love, I love to wear black. I'm a redheaded, fair-complected person, and I love black. So help me with color a little bit. Help all of the bombshells who are maybe color-challenged. So here's the thing um, with, with the color black. It's so funny that it's almost like, you know, it's like the color black has become almost like a bad word in some circles because, um, some image consultants will tell you that you don't want to wear black because it's going to age you. Okay. And so I also, I would invest um, way too much in Botox to be like undoing <laughs> black clothes now. So let's, let's, let's get some real talk here. Right, exactly. So, um, and, and as I was, it's funny because I was writing a, I'm writing a chapter about color in my book today. And I was thinking, you know, I was thinking of people like Rachel Ray and, uh, Tabitha who, yeah. you know, I've been very fortunate to meet and you're not going to tell them like I had to sit down one day at work and give Tabitha an image consult, uh, image consultation. And you know what? I looked at her and I said, so I'm not going to tell you that you can't wear black. Let's just start there. You know? yeah. <laughs> and she goes, very good. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation. You know what I mean? Because it is very powerful, Amber. And you love it for the same reasons that I love it, right? Is because it's, it is about, it's about authority. It's about power. And none of those are bad words, you know? And it's also very elegant, you know? And it's easy. You know, we are all are so busy running our businesses, trying to, you know, be, the wife and the mom and the this and the that, like, and everybody's everything and not lose ourselves in the process. And Mm -hmm. so black becomes a very uh, interesting color or very easy color um, to go to. So what I would say to people is that if you know that you're being photographed and, you know, and you're going to wear black, wear a pop of color on your lips Mm. because that's going to brighten you up in the photograph. 
Okay, if you're going to wear black and you need to go on television, jewel tones are going to look better on television. Um, but if you have to wear black, then you just want to try to put, again, some color on your face or some color up near your, your neck. You need something for the light to bounce off of to brighten you up. Okay. So that's, okay. The, that's the whole deal with black. But black is amazing. There are studies that they did with the color black uh, in sports teams showing that this one team just for one season changed their um, color from black to um, from like blue to black or something. And they won a lot more games because it made them a lot more aggressive. <laughs> and, and the other team saw, saw them as the authority and kind of basically was just handing them wins. You know, so black is a very powerful color. So interesting that you say that because the reason why I started wearing so much black is, you know, when I was much younger and and most people who listen to my podcast know that um, they've listened to the episode where I talk about becoming a teen mom. So I had my first child when I was 16. And so by the time I was in my like mid twenties, I kind of had some experience, you know, but I wasn't taken as seriously as where my experience and my emotional maturity really was because of my age. Mm -hmm. And so I would be like in a, a boardroom full of men, you know, doing a presentation, whatever. Um, and I felt like if I wore really playful colors that I wouldn't be taken as seriously because I noticed that that was the response that men would give. Like they would treat me like, so the older men would treat me like I was um, maybe just like without the same authority that I thought that I should mm -hmm. have been able to garner. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'd always give a little personality with my shoes. That's always been my thing is my shoes. And so, um, but not too much because I would do full presentations and, and like have worked on the presentation for you know weeks. And, and then at the end, instead of like, wow, that was really great or how strategic, or, you know, I think if we move that initiative forward, then here, yeah, we could definitely hit the KPIs. It was like, you smelled really good. Mm. And I'm like, are you... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Freaking kidding me. And so as a as a young female, I already saw so much. So I'm like turtleneck, <laughs> which I would wear. <laughs> not really. Uh, because again, a turtleneck's not going to look good on me. I need to be cut, la, la, la. So I know all these things. But, um, but at the time, it was just like the more powerful and the less distracting my clothes were, the more I felt empowered that my message was front and center. But I think we could take that too far, right? So I do have listeners who are also still in corporate and they're transitioning or whatever, and, you know, and they show up like frump girl. So there, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, there's, you look like uh, a hooker, uh, you look like <laughs> a feminine woman, and then you look like frump girl. Like, where's the divide? Where, where do so, we find this? I think that, again, I think it comes back to exactly what you did and exactly what I've been saying is you had to decide what you wanted to say. You, you're not going to be able to change everybody's mind because what when those men were saying that to you or that man, that was speaking to the character of who he was as a person. Yeah. And so those types of things were never going to change. You know, it's just like if you, you know, whatever, like if you have a boss that's jealous of you or you have a coworker that feels whatever, whatever, we've all dealt with that kind of stuff. And so your job is not to change their minds. Your job is just to, you know, push love and light into them and hope that when they look at you, they just see God, you know, because it has nothing to do with you. It's like not your monkey, not your circus. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but to your point, right, you decided that you 
wanted to send a specific message. And there are certain colors, like if you want to be elegant, you know, then you want to do black, you want to do gray, you want to do ivory, right? You know, and then you can throw in pops of colors. Navy is really good if you don't want to do black. Um, those are very strong, elegant colors. Navy is definitely my second color. <laughs> oh, right. And I like to mix the two. And so um, I love a good Navy and black story. (laughs) And so, you know, those are the types of things that you want to do. Now, men read color very differently than women. You know, so if you love the color red as I do, um, you may not want to wear red if you're meeting, if you have a very important meeting and you're working with a woman. Um, Because she could read that as aggression, whereas a man would read it as passion and power. So this little things like that that you just want to be mindful of. Going back to if you stick with black and navy and gray, everybody's winning. Okay. Um, I will share a quick story with you because you shared one with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, there was, so when you were talking about color, and this story is just fresh in my mind because I literally just wrote it down. Um, so there was a time in my career where I had um, I was at ground zero. Um, I had just lost my first son due to a uterine eruption. Mm. And um, I was just at the point where I was rebuilding my marriage because my husband was suffering from a pornography addiction. And we were just holding on, you know, to Jesus as much as we could, just trying to get our lives back together. And I had been out of work um, due to the loss of my son for um, a couple of months. And I had just returned And so I'd been there for a little bit. So as you can imagine, I wasn't feeling happy, you know, and I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't brimming with joy. Like I wasn't sad, but I mean, I was sad, but I wasn't like, I wasn't so Eeyore. I just wasn't so much poo. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I was just a little in between. So anyway, um, I had... um, you know, it was a lot of, of what you were talking about. And so when I got to a point where I was starting to feel normal again, you know, I think that people were still telling this very sad story about me in their mind. And I just learned that I was passed up for a promotion. And so when I finally found out why, it was because I didn't look the part, you know, and I, it, that I couldn't even fathom that. And so I needed to change the story that, that, that I was telling. And I also needed to change people's perception of me. And so I really, really just obviously wanted to start working on the inside and healing as much as I could. But I didn't wear black. I started wearing a lot of bright colors, um, you know, long tunics that were printed with big scarves and flat boots because I was styling for the live show. So I needed to be comfortable um, as well. And then all of a sudden people start saying things to me like, you look so happy. You're always so happy. You're always so happy. And so using color to just kind of change the perception is very powerful. And so we had this one um, particular show host who didn't want me because I didn't look the part. You know, she was very dramatic and very elegant. She had such a presence. And I just didn't speak style to her, um, even though I knew that it was in me. So once I kind of started honoring my craft and then just working on getting better at my job, but also changing my image, as soon as those two things came together, Amber, I was able to get the, the, like the top styling job on her show. Yeah. You know, that's first of all, incredible. And kudos to you for working through the internal stuff. And I mean, I just want to pause and honor that for a second because, you know, 
all of the bombshells who are listening, you know, they have their own pile, right? So we all right. have our stories. And I just want to acknowledge that you didn't just say, okay, to heck with it all. And then that's it. Like you you endured and you decided what was most important to you. You found where your source was. And, you know, for you and I, and I know a lot of bombshells, that's God and um, and relationship and wisdom there. And and then, so from the inside out, you, I just want to pause and address what she said. She changed her story. So a lot of people, when you're going to go buy a book, they say you can't judge a book by a cover by its cover, but we do. And you don't, I mean, I just had a friend the other day say, well, I don't know what this wine is going to taste like, but I liked the label. And so she bought it. Absolutely. And we're visual people. And, and when you're, so you show up and you're saying like, okay, here's my brightness. Here's my happiness. Here's my style. I am going to stand out. And that doesn't mean be gaudy or be obnoxious. It's standing out in your unique style, which reflects your unique personality, gifts and talents and all that sort of thing. So when you're, I just, I think bombshell tends to lean a little bit more towards a, a glam look or maybe a little, you know, she she tends to pay attention a little bit more uh, than maybe the average woman. But for anybody who is listening and is saying, well, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I've, I've got all these things going on or I always put my kids first and I just don't have time for me. I want you to hear what Toy just said and, and how powerful that was. I mean, she changed the trajectory of her career by simply choosing to send a different message through her fashion. Yeah. Powerful. You have to. And it, we're going to have different points in our lives where we're going to pivot. You know, you spoke of two already, you know, and then after I, you know, was on, ended up being on this show, uh, two, three years in, I ended up win, winning the Telly Award and then I was promoted again. And so now here I am like a style director and I needed to change it. I needed to change the way I looked again. So then that's, is kind of what you see now. It's about elegance. It's dramatic. It's, you know, I have my brand colors. I only wear certain colors. You know, I get my closet together. I make sure that I'm dressing the message. You have to dress the message. Yeah. I love that. I love, love, love it. So if if you had to give a parting piece of advice to a female entrepreneur, um, you know, just like an overarching, if you hear nothing from me today, I want you to take this piece of advice with you. What would you say? I would just say that don't don't neglect your personal brand. You know, everything that you do, everything that you say, your core values, your mission, what you stand for, where you've been, where you're going, all of that is part of your personal brand. If you own your own business, the way your employees look, you know, the way you would take care of front of house, you know, image is important. It really is important. And everybody is judging everybody, good, bad, or indifferent. And so get up, put your big girl panties on and own the day. Just dress the message. Absolutely. I love that. Love it. Okay. So, and ladies, this is not about, you know, there's always somebody who's smarter. There's always somebody who's more talented. There's always somebody who's prettier, but there's only one you. And I think Toy just is amazing um, at figuring out what makes you 
different and what makes you you so that you can be more of you. So I want you to go visit her at toysweeney.com. Of course, we'll put that in the show notes. We'll put all of her social media in the show notes. Um, She's working on a book, so that's (laughs) exciting. Um, We're sharing that struggle right now together, so that's good. (laughs) And, um, you know, maybe we can, um, you know, re-promote that and everything once that hits uh, the Amazon and bookshelves and all that kind of stuff. Um, Toy, thank you so much for sharing your story and giving such sage advice for our bombshells listening today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Absolutely. Well, ladies, um, I want you to take Toy's uh, advice very, very seriously. Send us feedback. Send her emails. Send me emails. You know, I, I always respond to them, amber at amberhurdle.com. And um, if you have a second, get into iTunes and give us a rating and review and um, let me know what you think about the show. Of course, I'd love a five-star review, but if you think it's a one-star, I want to know that too because, you know, I've got tough skin. So um, until next time, we'll see you next week and have a wonderful, successful, productive, and abundant week. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell.